Okay, Boss Bench Babes, today on the podcast, I have Katrina Weiner on, my business coach and just someone that we adore here at the Girl Get Your Face Off of Boss Bench podcast. She is a business coach here in the Minneapolis area, community leader, and helps entrepreneurs make more money by doing less. It's pretty cool, right? She's also the host of the Badass Business Squad podcast, and we've had her on the show two other times because her information is that amazing. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk how alignment really affects your goal setting and how to make sure you do a combination of intention and goal setting and making it really work for you. I'm so excited to have her here. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, so welcome back to the show, Katrina. I'm so pumped to have you back and chat about alignment and goal setting. This is going to be such a neat conversation and really timely too. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about this. I approach goal setting a little bit differently than maybe everybody else. So I think it's going to be really fun to dive into. I think so too. Uh, So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourselves? We had two other shows with you, which were fantastic. But if someone's new to the podcast, or maybe they just need a little refresh, like share a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a business coach. Uh, Really what I primarily do with my clients is work on how to make more money by doing less busy work. Um, And we really do that in a way that puts a huge emphasis on feeling aligned with who you are, how you show up in this world, what your unique goals are, what your unique desires for the world are, and how you want to feel. So it's a lot of that combination of yes, business strategy, and well, we can talk about like social media or marketing strategies or what a buying culture is or all of that kind of stuff. But there's also always this added um, element of utilizing your uniqueness factors of just you as a human being, your energetic blueprint within human design, and uh, just really who ma- what makes you you and how we can build a business that exemplifies those things instead of putting you in like a little box that you didn't even want to be in in the first place. I know. Where did this box come from? Like, oh my gosh. Why? Why? (laughs) I am just thrilled to have. So we had Katrina on episode 47, where we dove into human design and how it can change your life. And that was such a cool episode because I think a lot of our listeners had not even heard of human design before. So we had a lot of great feedback, learned a lot. It's something that you and I have worked um, or used in my coaching with you. Sidebar, Katrina is my coach. I adore her. Um, 
And we really utilize that like on a regular basis within our coaching and how that can really affect decision-making and everything. So head to episode 47 to check that out. And then also episode 17, where we talked about operating your business in alignment, which also a key key thing to do in a business to be really successful and set those goals. So today I really wanted to have you on to chat about alignment and goal setting. Because it's it's something that I don't think that is always thought about when we think goal setting. Maybe we think like get out that notebook and write those goals down on January 1, but you don't necessarily think about how this fits into my life, like where it came from, what life will look like with these goals. So that is why I wanted to have you back. Yes, yes. I love this topic. I also, um, like I said earlier, I kind of approach goal setting a little bit different than your traditional business coach might. And a lot of that is really tied to that alignment aspect, right? When I think about at least how I personally view success in my business, it's yes, like reaching certain goal points in terms of like what my ROIs might be or like how am I growing my audience by X amount, which I think is how most people traditionally view goal setting. But I also really, those things are all just part of this. They're pieces of this larger puzzle of how do I want my life to look and how do I want my life to feel and how do I want to show up on a day-to-day basis in it? And so when I look at goal setting and annual goal setting or quarterly or however you want to do your goal setting, it's looking at the big picture. It's looking at like, how do I want to push myself? Yes, maybe in terms of finances or audience growth, but also like, what is a truly aligned goal versus what is a goal that I think I need to put on my list because that's what I'm told to do. Oh, that's such a good way of wording that. (laughs) So guilty of doing that in the past. Like Mm -hmm. so, so guilty. Yeah. And so A lot of what I do when it comes to goal setting is really like helping my clients look at, yes, what are the goals that are going to make you feel really good to have accomplished? Making sure they're realistic goals. Also, I don't know how many, um, like I think of like in the solopreneur world, which I know is not entirely everyone listening to this podcast, but the easiest example is how many people see reaching six figures annually as this like arbitrary goal that maybe... Like, yes, we want that. But also, if you've been in business for one year, maybe that's not actually a feasible goal to have for your second year in business. Um, But yeah, so looking and seeing like, what are feasible goals? What are goals that are going to be important for you and how you want to show up and how you want to feel and where your business is going, as opposed to just like adding something to the list just to add it to the list? Yes. And, you know, I really, so many of us will just like get that notebook out write those goals down because we think we need to, tuck it in a drawer, maybe not revisit it ever, or you revisit it in a month or six months and you're like, shit, you feel guilty because you didn't do, you know, you didn't touch those goals or you like forgot what they even were. And then that shame, that spiral happens. And then you're like, not good enough because you didn't get the goal and that whole thing happens. So (laughs) I really love the approach of alignment because it feels like maybe we eliminate some of those feelings of not good enough or like we didn't reach the goal. So like now what do I do kind of thing? Exactly. I think the first step, and I know I mentioned this to you before we even got started recording, is when I look at um, anything with my clients, when we first get started, 
I like to tell my clients to expect the first couple months of us working together are not even going to be super action like based. We're not going to be taking a lot of like actionable items off of your list or completing these things that you've wanted to accomplish for forever, because really the goal is to make sure that these things are what are actually going to move your business forward instead of just like doing things just to do things. And so when it comes to goal setting, it's very similar where we really want to set a foundation and have a lot of clarity and understanding of who you are and how you operate and what you do like and what you don't like, what has worked, what hasn't worked, what you found success in already or what like you're struggling with maybe at the moment and creating goals based off of that foundational work instead of just saying like, well, this is what I think I want. So I'm going to write that down and maybe or maybe not, I will achieve it at the end of the day. Maybe. And exactly. Exactly. And it sounds it's cool. Those... I saw someone else write it down. So I think it's exactly. Oh, that's exactly. I, wa- it. I watched a, I watched a reel on Instagram and they told me what goals to write. So they're not my goals, you know, stuff like, that. <laughs> you know, they're coming, well, you know, <laughs> even with other business coaches, I will see people just be like, well, this is what my goal is at your age or your like experience level or your point in business. Right. And so that should be your goal. And the fact of the matter is, it's like, we're all different and who I am is different from who you are. And even just like things at a very basic level, right? Like you're a mother, I'm not a mother. We're going to have different goals. We're going to have to evaluate differently based off of the fact that we are different human beings and what well, a concept, are, but <laughs> you are a cat mom. Let's talk. You I are am a cat, cat mom. mom. Teddy. I'm a cat mom. I'm also a niece, or I'm not, I mean, I am a niece. I'm also an aunt to a niece who's three. So I spend a lot of time, but I am not a mother of a human. (laughs) So we'll have that, that differentiation no matter what. I love that. And I like that you brought up like when you start coaching with someone, because I still remember those early days. It's been a minute that we've been doing this, but those early days of what do you mean I'm doing? Like, I felt like nothing. I know it wasn't yes. nothing, right? I'm like, but what am I supposed to do? You're like, well, you're like this desire to do. We, we, you know, figured out what I have, right? But yes. like that space and that time was like anxiety invoking at first because I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not just like checking stuff off a list. And mm-hmm. that is something I think we're wired a lot that we need to be doing, especially at this time of year. Oh, definitely. I had a client literally last week who was like, what do you mean I don't have homework this week? It was our first meeting ever. And they're like, what do you mean I don't have homework? I thought I had homework immediately. I was like, well, I can give you homework if you want busy work. But at this level, we've had one hour of conversation. Do you really think that that's going to give me enough clarity on who you are, how you operate, what your unique like strengths are, what your unique desires are, where we want to end up? Like, I like to think that I'm a pretty intuitive human being, but one, like 60 minutes of conversation isn't enough to get to that point. And that's why when it comes to goal setting, just sitting down and opening your notebook and being able to say like, all right, just going to write these goals. This is what I want. It's not actually going to help you. It is busy work. It's something that makes you feel good inside, but doesn't long-term give you that sense of satisfaction or accomplishment or successful feeling because you're not sitting down and evaluating first. And so I can share a little bit about like what I mean for the evaluation and what I would recommend for people when I'm talking about this evaluation. 
Um, but before you even get started with goal setting, what we really want to put an emphasis on is looking at what you have already done and looking at like, I normally do what I call a year end audit and to be able to sit down and say like, where did I invest my money in things that felt worthwhile? That's like, everyone loves to talk about finances when it comes to the new year. Are you evaluating your expenses? Because we like to talk about how we want to make more money, but do we ever talk about how we want to spend less? <laughs> we, we talk about how you want to spend more, Katrina, I think a yeah. lot. <laughs> I have some um, good ideas for next year. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, we know it's like maybe to look at our like year in revenue and sit down and be like, how much money did I make over the next year? And use that to set a goal of this is how much money I want to make next year. But how deeply are you looking at that revenue? Are you looking at it month by month? Are you looking at it by seasons? Are you looking at where that money came from? Because those are going to be the big things that you're able to see a direct correlation between like, okay, maybe I did a lot of lead generation in May and then I had a big June. And you can plan that then for the next year accordingly to say, Okay, so month by month, this was my income, or month by month, these were my expenses. My goal is to cut my expenses by 75%, or my goal is to increase my like revenue by X amount percent. And you'll be able to see trends and see thorough lines through all that. And that's a great example of how like looking backwards is actually going to give you the best goal setting moving forward in a way that is one, realistic and feasible. And two is actually aligned with what you want. And three is like informed and data and strategy driven. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, so my next question is going to be like, what are those initial steps, right? Like this episode is going to air the beginning of 2023. So this is really front of mind for most everyone, especially small business owners. And you had shared like that you you go back and like revisit, right? To to start yes. that. What other yes. things are like part of those beginning steps? Yes. So when I do that year in review, as I mentioned, you want to audit your finances over the last year, uh, maybe even see trends over the last five years or three years or something. You also want to audit your marketing over the last year, looking at when you had big marketing pushes, what things you were marketing, what services, what ways you were marketing them, where your leads were coming from. And then also I talk about auditing your year of feels. So mm -hmm. what in all of these things felt good, what didn't feel good. And I actually do one, two, then three. So I look at that year in finances. I look at what months I brought in, what income. I look at where the leads were coming from for each of those. Um, I, and I look at both by year and by like per month, both of those, not just one or the other. Looking at marketing, like I said, after you've taken that information of the finances, you've put that down, you set it away, you don't think about it for a second and you just look at marketing. Did you put a big effort into search engine optimization that year? Did you put a big effort into building out a referral list or doing networking events? Were you doing social media? Maybe you did reels this year and you had a big push at one point in time. Maybe you started doing advertising on Google, whatever that marketing technique is. 
what were you doing over the course of the last year? How many leads came from each of those marketing techniques? Um, and really taking a look to say like, now I know when I got paid and now I'm figuring out why I got paid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I actually also recommend for people like you can go and take it a step further with this marketing area and say, which of my different outlets, like maybe you realize that you are speci like specifying a lot of your work in one particular geographical location. And you see that a lot of that really was fruitful for you. And some of the areas that maybe you put marketing work in, in a different area are not, weren't as fruitful. So, you know, maybe to focus a little bit more on this one geographical area and you're able to really take like that, that bird's eye view of your marketing and your focus and then take that, set it down, put it aside and look at your feels. And you say, this is where it's like, you look at, you look at your year in a unique way that's able to stop overwhelm and procrastination and burnout and frustration. And this is where that alignment piece comes in with you and your business, as opposed to just like last, like stats in your business or data and strategy in your business. This is the you part. We're able to say, what was my time and money well spent? Did you join a like a coaching program? Did you go to a conference? And then did you see that turn into income? Or did you see that have a great reward? Not just like it was fun and it was great, but like you actually like got an ROI. Did you take a time and see where your time and money was wasted? I paid for this course and it didn't do anything for me, or I tried this marketing method and that didn't work. But also you're looking at the things that you enjoyed and are proud of and the things you did not enjoy or did not enjoy and being able to look at those and have this third area of your year and feels gives you that information to be able to set these goals from a place of an alignment. Um, I also always like to include the question of like, what did I avoid doing but should have Ooh, done? That's a good one. It's, See, it can be hard. <laughs> oh, I'll sit there and like, when did I show up best? Like as like the truest version of myself, like as a mom, as a partner, you mm -hmm. know, and then it, do all that in business and like what felt good, what didn't. But that Katrina, that's a good one. Ooh, what if well, I'm doing? It's like, it can feel hard, but it's so important because you're able to say like, ooh, I said I was, said I was going to try some Instagram reels this year, but I didn't. Or I said I was going to consistently execute this every year and I didn't, or I wanted to join this coaching program and I didn't. Even personal things like I was afraid to let go of this relationship, or I knew it would be a good thing for me to invest in getting a cleaning person for my house so that I could have a little extra free time or a little extra mental space available. And this is why like when we're talking about like where to start, it's really sitting down and saying like, I need to know where I am now in order to know where I'm going. And a lot of people look at finances and say, this is how much revenue or profit, maybe even spe more specifically, I brought in this year. So I'm going to set a new goal for next year. But we want to talk about goals that you'll achieve and goals that feel good. And you can't know that information unless you've looked at the past and looked at what's gotten you to where you are now and look at actually where you are now. 
And so, for instance, if you are sitting there and you're like, okay, focus on this geographical location, got a ton of leads from this area, notice that I had a dip in May and a dip in December in my income, notice that it felt really gross to me to show up to these specific type of networking events and I didn't feel like that felt good, I didn't enjoy that. Now for the next year, what my goal is going to be is to set up a system so that I can pay myself a bi-weekly paycheck of an average of what I expect to make over the next year and everything else can go into profit sharing once a quarter. So my goal is to make more than I made last year, but I'm going to base it off of this year. Make sure then my low month in Jan or my low month in May and my low month in December, I still get paid at least something. Um, and like you'll be able to take that marketing information and say, this networking group didn't work, but I noticed that there's this other networking group that's in the geographical location that I was getting a lot of traction in. Maybe I'll show up to that one instead and see how that works. And it gives you this ability to make decisions with information to back it up, but also with the idea of you're doing it for you, you're doing it so your day-to-day -day feels good, you're doing it so you're not standing in your own way and getting stressed out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, and then that scarcity doesn't show up when those months are you expect it, right? And you've yes. planned for it so you don't get stuck in that, which can throw you for a loop. Yes, Like halfway yes. through your year, whenever that comes about. Yeah. Well, it's also like, I know for myself as a business coach, December is the least likely month for someone to sign, or I should say to start a new coaching contract. Someone will start a new coaching contract all other months of the year, but to have like, I'm going to have my first meeting be the first week of December, that never yeah. happens. Everyone is busy. <laughs> and I, I think, like yeah, honestly, I think even when you and I first started talking, we talked in December and got started oh, no. in the next year. Yeah. And so like, I know then to plan for ongoing contracts, I know then to maybe not devote a time of my like energy and time in December or like now to marketing for December. And instead I normally then plan that December is my month where I'm slower in business myself. I allow myself to take more time off. I allow myself to show up in a softer, calmer, quieter way because I'm aligning myself with the flow and the energy of my business. And that's an amazing goal that I get to set for myself. Another example of an aligned goal that I set for myself a couple years ago that I'm excited that I primarily get to keep is I don't work on Fridays. That was something that was important to me when I was sat down. I was like, where did, what doesn't feel good? It's having like a lack of structure where maybe some days I have this day off that week, some days I have this day off that week, or some days I'm working five days a week. It was a priority for me. So I then set the goal and made it happen for myself. But if I didn't know and sit down and evaluate how I was feeling about that, I would have never known that that was something I wanted. No, you would have just kept going, going, going. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We operate so often on autopilot that really that like review and that audit of what you're currently doing or what you have been doing, it doesn't even cross most people's minds, but it is really the most powerful thing you can do to create real growth in your business because then you'll know where you're going and it will be a place that you actually want to go instead of like, 
I guess I'll write this thing down because yeah, like you said, like some TikTok told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TikTok, right? Yes. <laughs> That's where I'm going for all my advice this winter. I'm yes. Only I'm only getting. <laughs> So on our, our last couple of uh, goal and intention setting episodes that Beth and I have done, we chat about like the different way that we do it. And I intention set, she goal set. And like, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on how to blend that together? I know you've shared quite a bit on both, but if you're like used to like just the goals, right? Like, but now you mm-hmm. know you need to do like the checking in with feelings and how did this make me feel? Like, how do you recommend like the blend of both? I think that both is a great way to look at it. And I'm glad that you asked that question. I honestly, that, that year audit of feels is one of the easiest ways to add in that intention setting. If you are traditionally doing the hard strategy, hard quantitative instead of qualitative goal setting, um, I normally will pick a word of the year in addition to the other things that I do. I will normally almost sit down and do goal setting for both my personal and professional lives and just slightly opening that door or thinking about it and less in terms of just money I want to make and more in terms of how I want to feel. It actually is going to subconsciously get your brain more invested and Doing both of it is so important because if you don't have the feelings behind that goal, your brain isn't going to actually want to accomplish it in quite the same way. And so when we sit down and we think about like type A personalities and people who are like, I'm a go-getter, every single time I set a goal, I get it no matter what. Those might be the people who are going to scoff the most at intention settings, right? Because they're like, whatever, I still achieve my goals. It's fine. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're you're achieving your goals because your subconscious brain is telling you you're unsafe unless you do that. And then you're pushing really hard. And actually, your life might not be that enjoyable. And we'll have a conversation later. But (laughs) (laughs) there's this whole like realm of it almost feels like they're pitted against each other. And really, the goal is to intertwine them within one another. And I think doing exactly what I said, where you're looking at like, yes, the hard facts of where did my leads come from or what money did I bring in and what feels feasible to raise for next year, intertwining that with the feeling aspect or the intention aspect is the easiest way to do both because then there, it's just like autopilot. Like no matter what, you're still checking in on both of these throughout the year because you set the intention, you set the goals for them. Um, when I think about them, intention setting is just a different type of goal setting to me. It's just that it's one that is taking into account you as a human being outside of you as a productivity machine. Mm. And we are human beings, like it's just a fact of nature. And so you can't just like input numbers and have it like shoot out a answer after the fact or like a goal achieved after the fact. (laughs) And so it's almost working with yourself instead of working against yourself. Also, oh, I was just to say also like goal setting can come with a lot of shame feelings. Oh, goodness. Yes. And if you are like not intentionally setting goals and setting aligned goals, you are creating a shame spiral for yourself from the get go. Yes. Yes. Like when you pull out that notebook, this is what I'm going to do. And then you revisit it in Mm -hmm. June and you're like, I'm a failure. Why? Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. 
It's, so I, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I have like a curve, a curveball question here, I think. Okay. So what happens when you go back and you look at your revenue for the year, right? And mm-hmm. you realize and you do your feelings and you realize my money, like the big money came from stuff that made me feel like shit. It took mm-hmm. away from my life, my family. I didn't show up for myself. What do you do then if you're sitting here like, I don't know what to do. That's where my money comes from. What would you that say? Is, that happens more often than one might think. <laughs> um, this is actually something that may sound weird, but I love working with clients on this stuff because this is where it does feel like I am lost and I have no idea where to move forward. Right? That internal feeling of like, this is what I want out of life. And it's directly opposing what I want out of life, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes complete sense. Like the money aspect, that financial aspect, that's what gives us what we want out of life in a lot of ways. It gives us the permission and the freedom and the ability to get those things. But when it comes from something that feels really negative, it's like, how do I have the ability to get what I want out of life if I'm doing what I don't want out of life in order to get... It's this whole like spiral in like infinity symbol of chaos, essentially. Yes. yes. And, and it can feel really steps. defeating. Yeah. It's like really defeating. Yes. yes. It 100% can, <laughs> but it is, it's just taking small steps. And what I normally do when I have clients like this is we sit down and again, we, you want to move on that immediately. Right. You're like, I want to stop doing this thing I hate so I can maintain my like sense of well-being and self-worth and enjoying my life and all these things. And we still move slowly. It's small steps. The first steps are what is what are the things I can do right here and right now in order to build back some of that freedom, some of that like joy some of that peace and calm and safety into my life. I talk a lot about self-care as creating a life you don't need to escape from, not escaping from the life that drives you mad. Um, and long-term, it's doing a lot of that foundational work of what what do I actually then want? If I'm doing the thing that I don't want, what is it that I do want? How do I evaluate again, how do I evaluate my life and see what is working, what isn't working and either take the things that are right now and shift them so that I, they do fit into what feels fulfilling and satisfying and successful or shift them. So I have the space to take on new things that are fulfilling and satisfying and successful and bring in money and slowly let the other things go. It's not like an easy, quick fix. There is no like magic, like, oh, you just fire all your clients and bring in some new ones. But it is a lot of like sitting down and truly evaluating yourself and knowing yourself deeply. And this is where that human design aspect comes in and where it comes into any part of your life, whether it's the goal setting, whether it's like evaluating what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera, because that can like teach you so easily what small shifts you can take that are going to provide just a little, like little bit of ease in what you're doing. And a great example is like, for me, my human design shows me that I am a community person 
of all the parts in my human design chart, which again, if you haven't listened to that episode and you don't know what I'm saying, I apologize. Go listen to it. Come yeah, back. Yeah, it's episode 47. Like, go check it yes, out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but there are three parts of my chart that say community. And that's three out of three. I got all of them. And so it's me sitting down and saying, okay, so my group coach or like my coaching is done in a group format within a mastermind. That's how I work with my like bulk of my clients. I also volunteer for the Rising Tide Society, which is an international volunteer based entrepreneur community for like free education and connection for entrepreneurs. I have a podcast myself called the Badass Business Squad podcast. You can go listen to it on all your podcasts. Go places. check it out. <laughs> um, but that's me having these true connections and conversations and community with people. And I'm able to say, I know this about myself. What are ways that I can add that into my business on a recurring, regular place where I know that that's going to make me feel more fulfilled. I know that that's going to move me toward that line. I think that's a great example of something that almost straddles that barrier between goal setting and intention setting, where if I know about myself, the community is something that I absolutely love doing and it makes me feel so absolutely fulfilled. I can have a goal where I can sit down and say, okay, what are the places in my business that I can incorporate community? All right, that's a mastermind. Cool. So a goal for this year is to launch a mastermind. That'd be a great example of how I'm doing that. But an intention would be to add more community into my business. I think that's an incredibly like tangible way to describe how we can make an intention implementable. And oh, into yes. a tangible goal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> Whew. Okay. So if you are like trying to set goals and you're just like totally out of alignment, you know what, or you're not grounded, like what do you do? Because how do you set them or, you know, start your new year off feeling like I want to tackle this like X, Y, Z, or like I want to feel this way when you just don't feel grounded or aligned? Like what would you say or what would you do? I think that it is so easy for even like people like me who talk about alignment all the time, who think about alignment all the time, who like teach it and coach it. And I'm in the human design world all the time. I will even get into periods of time where I'm operating on autopilot, right? It is first and foremost, not something to feel negatively about yourself around. It is not something that is like, oh my gosh, I'm failing because I'm out of alignment. It is it happens to literally all of us. Like I talk about human design every single week in my mastermind and alignment every single week in my mastermind. And also I can get on autopilot. And so it's sitting down and recognizing it is the very first thing. That's like something to break you out of that mindset, something to make you realize what's going on. And then it is that self-evaluation. Um, If anybody is feeling that way, I have like a free resource on my website. I can send you a link to it's a workbook that kind of takes you through asking yourself some really like some really specific questions we'll say that maybe aren't going to be your like normal questions, but it's like, when do you like yourself the most in your day-to-day like life? When do you not like how you're showing up in your day-to-day life? This is something that literally those those two questions were what made me realize I wanted to quit my nine to five job and start my own business. 
And it takes you through this series of um, exercises to help you figure out what it is and get that clarity so that then you're like, now I can set some goals here and move forward, really knowing what I actually want. And that starts by just having grace for yourself and curiosity about yourself is really what it is. Just get curious about how, you, how you're showing up, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, what you are and are not enjoying, because that's going to be the easiest way to discover whether or not you're aligned. Okay. So definitely send me the link, Katrina, to that, and I'll add it to the show notes because that'll be really cool to check out for Mm -hmm. sure. It's like a 30 page book or something with exercises that lead you to that place. And it's entirely free. I, I don't gatekeep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll add it to the show notes so you can go download it for sure. So a lot of times we talk about like, well, we do just talk about January 1 being magical, this magical time of year, we goal set intentions at whatever we're going to do. We feel the pressure, that sort of thing. Um, How do we make sure like we're checking in with these goals and intentions throughout the year and not just January 1? How do you that go is what well, I actually recommend like number one for this is to automate it. Put that stuff in your calendar, set up reminders. Like I, it's also easy to get that reminder and be like, cool, I'm going to do that next week. But when we rely on ourselves to do it, it's much harder. So If you put it into a calendar and you have a shared event with a friend that you trust, or you do it with your entire team all at once, it's going to be much harder for you to ignore it than if you make an event out of it. Um, I like to recommend to people either like have it be like a full day with your team or you're sitting down deciding like we're all going to take two hours in the morning and bring this to the table beforehand and let's evaluate and discuss together. Um, Maybe it's, yeah, you and just like a close business friend decide to do it together and hold each other accountable, but there's always intention and then there's execution. And a lot of times that accountability factor is what gets you from one to the other. And it has to be someone that you actually know you'll be held accountable to. Uh So like, I think of like, like oftentimes like family members like partners, et cetera, et cetera, really close friends that you're like, you're not going to make, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be held accountable to you. That's not going to work as much. That's why you're I recommend like too much grace. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're yeah. doing it with the whole teams, getting on this, doing it together, setting off a day, scheduled all of the days at the beginning of the year, you're probably going to be more likely to get your shit done. Probably. So, mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in episode 47, which we've mentioned several times now, because it is such mm-hmm. a great episode, you have to check it out if you haven't already or go back and refresh. <laughs> um, we did the deep dive into human design and how's it, how that plays a role in your life and business. How do you use that in goal and intention setting? Like, can you mm-hmm. explain a little bit of that? I know like we could talk for a day on it. But like in regards, I could at least like this stuff is so cool. So um, how in regards to like actual goal setting? Mm -hmm. So to set the stage for everyone, the way that I approach business coaching and business strategy is it is always from this place of figuring 
out how you as a specific human being show up and how that affects your business and how that affects what you do on a day-to-day basis. And so for me, it's super, super innate and natural to sit down and say in all parts of my business, we're going to look at your human design and how you show up and how you operate differently. And I think one of the great examples of this would be, um, I'm going to try to make this like as entry level as possible in case you haven't listened to that other episode yet. But for instance, in human design, there is one type of person who, if they are truly lit up by the thing that they're doing, they can go, 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 go all day long and have energy to just like focus on it forever. There's another type where no matter how into what they're doing, they are, they're made to operate by only having doing energy for three to four hours. So person A versus person B, you're going to have incredibly different goals because you have incredibly different ways of working. Human design, there's over 1 billion different configurations. Every single person is going to be so specific and unique. So I'm just using this as like a broad strokes example. But if I'm sitting down with a client doing goal setting and you have the energy to do and create and build and all of that work, or you only have three to four hours a day where you're really going to be in your like, like most aligned top production, like energy, the way that we're going to goal set is going to be very different. And I think that this is also a great example of that intention setting and goal setting coming together for that person that only has three to four hours of output a day. We're going to be looking at how are we cutting back? How are we systematizing? How are you making sure that there are like workflows or how are, how are we going to streamline things so that the amount of doing energy you're doing is going to be the least amount whatsoever. And then scaling from there is going to look differently for you because we're not increasing your doing amount. We're increasing the, maybe the foundation of how your business is set up or that the like types of um, things that you're doing so you can increase your income without increasing how much you do. For the first person, we don't have those same limitations. So it's more going to be looking at the intention and those goals in terms of what are the things that you really enjoy doing? What are those things that are lighting you up? So we can make sure you're doing more of those things and doing less of the things that drain you so that you can scale in that way. And Yeah, just on like the most generic general example that I can try to give. We want to take things and make them super, super, super specific to you and your business and your team and how you're showing up. And just the same way that I would coach an extrovert and an introvert differently and have them take different roles in their teams, have them market differently. We're going to look at everything in your human design chart and make sure that what you're doing is as catered to how you show up naturally as possible, because that's going to give you the most flexibility and the most success at the end of the day so that you're not only like knocking your goals out of that park, but you're also not hating your life while doing it. Which is so important. Oh my gosh. The energy suck from doing that is just, it's exhausting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So I have a question for you here that I think, you know, a a scenario. So say, you know, it is when this episode airs, it will be Mm mid-January. And like, so we've written our goals down. And what if you're like right now you're feeling guilty because you haven't set them? Like, what are some actionable things that you can do like to make sure they make sense for you? 
Um, like if you're actually going to start writing them now that you're not feeling guilty, like you didn't get into that like January 1 mode, wrote all my goals down, I feel guilty, you know, you didn't do that. So now you're feeling guilty you didn't do it. Like what can you actually do now? Honestly, January 1st is such an arbitrary date. Who cares? I know. I'm like giving you guys permission. If you want to like sit down and do your business goal setting every year on your birthday, do that instead. If you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to look at January 26th through January 26th. That's also okay. You, this is like the thing that like I get so fired up about because I'm like, you are the person in charge of your life. Like when it comes to my business, Yes. Yes. When it comes to my business, I am literally the CEO of this business. Why wouldn't I operate as if I am the CEO of my own business? And like, there are no rules. There are, I mean, there's laws that yeah, don't do the yeah, illegal things are. in business, yeah, lost, yeah. but <laughs> when it comes taxes, to, you know, yes, yes. When it comes to like goal setting and that kind of stuff, like there is nothing there's nothing saying that you need to feel ashamed because you did your goal setting on February 14th. I don't know, make it a Valentine's day tradition (laughs) instead of January 1st. And honestly, if you have like a vague idea of the area you want to move in and you're acting with intention on a day-to-day basis, instead of setting six month or quarterly or annual goals, that's also okay as long as you're doing it with intention and align, like with alignment. Because I can sit down and look at where I am right now and know maybe, hey, right now is a season where I know that sitting down and doing goal setting is not actually going to be helpful for me. Maybe you have your mental health in a specific place. Maybe the time constraints of your life at the moment are not what's really going to be providing you that time and energy and space to do this. I think this is why a lot of times when I'm working with my clients and we sit down and we talked about this, like, I want to get started right away. I want to take action right away. And I'm like, but like, why? Because if you're just doing it because you feel pressure to do it or because someone's telling you you need to do it or because you think that you should be, that's not going to get you the results at the end of the thing. Like at the end of the day, if you take a month off and you're like, I'm going to set my goals on February 1st instead of January 1st because the holidays were really busy and I was like overextended and stressed out and I need a little bit of time to reconfigure and to bring things together or, you know, January is my busy month for some reason. It's okay to like take the time and make it work for you instead of you trying to like shove yourself back into that box we were talking about. And that's like the cool thing is like, yeah, like when you just like get it done, right? Like just, yeah, yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's the cool thing is like you get permission to run your business the way you want to run your business. Yes. You should definitely be looking toward the future and knowing where you're headed because otherwise you're just going to be like exploding everything all over the place. But when you have some clarity and you have some direction, It doesn't matter when you sit down and do that clarity and direction, as long as it's the time that's going to be the most opportune for you moving forward. So just have grace. Have some grace for yourself. Right. We all need to be so kind to ourselves, really, honestly. 
if you're like going to set a word for the year, maybe it's grace or something. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Katrina. This conversation was really inspiring and maybe some of us will just check our goals and like, who knows, right? And start over. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I always love having you on. And I think that our listeners really leave inspired because I know I'm feeling it. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a great conversation. Can you share where they can find you? Because you have a couple of places, lots of stuff going yes. on. Yes. Yes. So um, my Instagram is a great place to talk to me. You can come into my DMs at any point in time and I will, I personally will respond. Um, it's Katrina.Widener is my handle. Um, my website is KatrinaWidener.com. And if you go to the free resources page, that's where that workbook will be. But I'll also send you that link. Um, otherwise, come and take a listen on the Badass Business Squad podcast. And my inbox and DMs and everything are always open if you want to ask me any questions or talk any further. All right. Thank you so much again. And remember, until next time, to keep your face off a bus bench and keeping the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 